0: Before we get into today's podcast, here is two ways that I can help you out completely for free and how to lose fat forever and do it while enjoying the process. Firstly, book in your free Fat Loss Forever Blueprint call. This is where I'm going to help you map out the next six months completely free. How to eat, how to sleep, how to train, all that stuff. You can do that at andrewmarsmanfitness.com forward slash AMF strategy session. Also, link will be in the description. Next, I can give you a free custom meal plan to get the ball rolling with your nutrition. Go to AndrewMarshallFitness.com forward slash meal dash plan dash application. Again, link will be in the description. And if you want to know more about our AMF four hour workout week program, and you can, where I will help you guarantee you get a life changing result over the next six months and lose fat forever, that's AndrewMarshallFitness.com forward slash get dash fit dash fast again link in the description let's get into today's episode
1: i'm so tired there's not enough hours in the day bullshit excuses i've got too much to do i have to work late i have to run the kids around the bullshit excuses i have to get up early tomorrow they end now this is fitness for nine to fivers. You work day to day jobs. In fact, you may even have two. And you've been trying to fit in a healthy lifestyle. We have the solution. This is fitness for nine to fivers. And this is Andrew Marsham.
0: My, ab- my absolute pleasure, mate. How's your day been so far, Tim? All going well? Yeah, really
2: good. Really good, mate. Looking forward to this. I, I always, I always enjoy jumping on other podcasts.
0: Um it's it's enjoyable. So now I'm looking forward to it. Fantastic, mate. So as always, we we do start these with a fucking stupid question. Um, so so we're going to get into that, mate, and that is three items you'd take if you were stranded on a desert island.
2: Hmm. <laughs> I hope to not be stranded on a desert island anytime <laughs> soon, but if- if I was to take three, I suppose I could go practical or I could go stupid with this, but um, I'm going to go. I'm hoping there's going to be a little bit of 4G on this desert <laughs> island, so I'm going for an iPad. I could I could maintain my business to a certain level. I don't think there'll be 4G, but I'll be hopeful. Um, i go for an iPad. i go for water. I think water's pretty. I'm big on my hydration. I'm yeah. big on my hydration. Boy, I think water. and in the boy, desert. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Look. <laughs> exactly um, and in the desert even more important and number three probably a tent i'd probably say a tent you know I, I wouldn't want to be getting all sand
0: stormed up in here you know
2: i just i think i'd want somewhere to go and shelter yeah so probably good. a tent
0: sounds good mate i like it i like it um so so kind of transitioning more into the f- firstly before we move on what was what was in the water yeah. uh no
2: this is just good old my water Nothing. <laughs> no, no electrolytes, no fancy
0: stuff. Just uh, bit, bit, bit of flavouring. That's what I like. That's what we like. Exactly. Um, yeah. so, so, Tim, obviously I know we're working live on Instagram at the moment for anyone who's listening back, but um, for those listening back in the podcast and don't know who you are, don't know what you do, give us a bit of yourself, Tim. Let's hear it. Yeah, so my name's
2: Tim. I'm from from Northern Ireland. I've been, I guess, in the fitness industry now for probably about seven or eight years, Um, just turned 26 uh, a couple of days ago actually, and uh, currently going over the hill, I'm not at the top yet, but uh, I'm nearly there, Um, but no, I went to, always had an interest in fitness growing up, you know, probably started into fitness to get a six pack, if I'm being honest, you know, when I was like, when I was like 12, 13 at school, purely kind of, I guess for vanity reasons. And I, I also had a love for sport. You know, I'd have played any sport going, football, rugby, badminton, anything anything I could play to get out of doing okay. schoolwork, pretty much. And, uh, yeah, so that, that kind of just, I was very fortunate in a way that a lot of people struggled, I guess, to kind of know what they want to do in life. But I was very, I knew I was into sport, loved fitness, you know, loved running, loved keeping fit. So it naturally just progressed. Like as I went through through primary school, secondary school, I was like, right, is there a university degree to do with sport? Sport and exercise science was a natural kind of progression. So went to uni over in England, studied for, for three years, had an amazing time, came back, started up my own uh, studio, um, like a little gym, sports massage studio. Done that for four years and then went fully online in January, no, I went. I guess I went online in January of last year, but went full in on it. Um, kind of June, around June, June, July time, I guess, kind of summertime. Um, and people always say to me, you know, was it due to was it due to everything that was going on that I went online? But it wasn't really for me. I was kind of tran- kind of transitioning over to online anyway, just yeah. because I wanted to impact more people. Um, I felt myself kind of in a in a small local area, I, I wasn't being able to impact as many people as I wanted to. So I, I always wanted to go online. Um, so that's kind of the natural progression, I guess. That's a whistle stop tour of of my um, kind of journey in, in health and fitness. I've also, I've worked in professional rugby, worked in an in a academy in Manchester for a year, worked in professional rugby league, done a lot of volunteering. Um, I was in terms of my sporting kind of history, played badminton all my childhood, then played football, then I rowed. I was a rower for four years while I was at uni. Nice. And now I'm back playing football. So a big, uh, a big mix there. A big mix of sports, <laughs> very different it's energy tough. systems, and uh, some are a bit tougher than others. But, uh, but
0: you, were, yeah. you were born for the fitness industry, mate. By the uh, <laughs> <laughs> from, yeah. from, from day dot, it was quite obvious then for yourself. Mm. Good stuff, mate. Good stuff. Um, so, so kind of switching more into, into a question. This is something I picked up from one of your, your recent posts. Now, you were you were coached by an ex sniper recently. Is that, is that correct? Mm. Mm.
1: Um,
0: so, so tell us a little bit about what that experience was like, and and what did you learn, or what was your biggest takeaway from all of that?
2: Yeah. So, so a
0: very very fortunate
2: uh, as part of the mentorship all to do with like the mentorship that I'm in for my business and um, from online business. There's, there's different guys that come in. We do kind of hot seats um, trainings every month. And one month was by a guy, Marty Brady, um, who's an ex-sniper. And I, you know, this is one thing that COVID's taught me. It's kind of, you're, I always thought your network is your net worth and, you know, getting to hear from different people, even what we're doing now, you know just chatting to different people, getting people like different people's experiences. I love that um and getting to learn from him, someone that's been through so much, put his life on the line, you know his mindset is is incredible um and I guess the kind of things I took away from that number one mindset is is everything you know physical and all the rest all these things come into play but if you don't have the right mindset and if you don't kind of flick the switch and say right okay i'm going for this in any area of life you know yes health and fitness and, and that's what we both work in but even to get better, to get healthier you have to understand why and you have to have something has to go off in your head and you need to be like right okay i actually want this and that's to get it to stick because we see it all the time, you know, people go up and down in cycles of, of losing body fat, gaining body fat, um going through bad times, good times. Yep. But I think in order to, to get long term results and, and change your lifestyle long term, there has to be a mindset a mindset shift there. And don't get me wrong, my mindset is nowhere near perfect. I don't think anyone anyone does have the perfect mindset, but you have to be that was the big thing I took from him. Obviously, someone with such a a solid mindset and such a such a kind of disciplined mindset, yeah, and he applied that to everything he'd done he he is now an online coach as well, yeah uh, and he was talking about how he transitioned his skill set from from being a sniper to to online coaching um so it was incredible it was incredible to kind of hear his his yeah. story yeah uh, and 100%. also I guess another thing that I kind of took from it was that you're in full control, you know. Don't look around. Don't blame anyone else. Don't look at external factors. Take responsibility for what you do and go out there and try and, you know, I try and add value to people's lives as much as I can. And only you can do that. You know, don't blame anyone else. Don't make excuses. Take responsibility for what you do and what you want to get out of life and go for it. Um, Because if you only hold yourself accountable, you know, that's what's going to drive you forward. If you start blaming external things that, you really, they're not really having a massive impact. Only you have the power to make a decision to change. And, and I kind of got that from, from everything that he said. And the final thing, quickly, the final thing that, that he kind of, I guess that skills are transferable in, in all areas of life. You know, he was obviously a sniper. Not all of us are snipers. i must say I wasn't a sniper. Not many of us have <laughs> uh, opportunities, but, you know, and not many of us go down that route. But everything that he learned from his sniper training, from from being in the army, from being in all of that, you know, he transferred it to how he works with his clients, whether it's mindset, whether it's how he deals with things, whether it's, you know, how calm and composed he is when he's when he's messaging people, you know, all these things. And that's anything you do in life. I think it's important to learn from it. And anything, even if it seems really, really far away from what you ultimately want to do, yeah. there's always lessons that can be taken from it. Um and that's why I'm a big believer in you know, you never really make a mistake if you learn from it. I, I'm a big believer in that. And if you if you make a mistake and you dwell on it and you let it affect you and you don't actually change it and you make that mistake again and again, then that that's a mistake. But if you actually take it, learn from it and apply it in your life, um, I think that's super powerful. And and you can you can take skills from anything you've done in your life and use it going forward in what you actually want to do, um kind of in the next 10, 20,
0: 30 years, you know? Yeah, 100%, man. Yeah. I could not agree more. You're so true. I mean, there's only so much you, you you can do in terms of certain nutrition hacks and lifestyle improvements and weight training sessions. But if your mind isn't tuned into what you're doing and if you're not committed to achieving it, you know, at the end of the day, you're going to fail. So I couldn't agree more, mate. Um, going into some more strategical things, so what would you say... Give us maybe four strategies, Tim, that, that, that you're potentially using with yourself or your clients at the moment that that will help people start making changes for summer. That obviously, as we kind of mentioned there, the better weather's coming in. It's looking like we hopefully will get some freedom. Fingers <laughs> was, crossed. I See that, <laughs> that. that with a fucking punch <laughs> of salt. Yeah. <laughs> but what would you give or what? Let, let's kind of go for four overarching strategies that, that you would recommend to, to anyone who's looking to lose a bit of lockdown weight, build some muscle, just get in better shape for the summer?
2: Yeah, I would I would say number one, I guess it's not really a strategy, but it's something that has to be done, is to start now and, and don't put it off. You know, because it, take, it, it takes that decision for you to kind of go, right, okay, I need to do this now because – your brain will tell you that you, you want to push it off. And I hear it all the time. You know, it's the, the new year, new me. It's the I'll start on Monday. You know, you hear these things all the time. You need to just make a decision, start now, and your future self will thank you for it 100%. Um, and if you think of the compound effect over time, I think my second thing would be you don't have to change the world in a day. You, you don't have to do anything drastic. That's why fad diets and, and quick fixes don't work people want impulsive results they want things to happen tomorrow
1: unfortunately
2: it's not going to happen I wish I wish it could I wish it could happen that quickly but it's not going to happen so you need to make that commitment to yourself to be like right okay I'm going to work for this I'm going to put in the time I'm going to actually make it happen this time because you're only you're only gonna you're only gonna hurt yourself long term mentally and physically by putting yourself through all these ups and downs of fad yeah. diets and quick fix, they they just don't work. So just, just don't do them. They might seem like really appealing mark. They'll be marketed in certain ways that it'll be like, Oh yeah, this is great. Yeah. Uh, I'll do this, but it's not sustainable. It's not long-term. It won't change your life. And it'll just leave you in a
0: worse position. So, yeah. so please, if you take anything
2: from this, just
0: take, yeah. take that. that the, the analogy I like to, to draw for this, Tim, is that, when people go on a a fat loss journey or a fitness journey or whatever, you you have to really be looking to marry the approach that you're going with. You know, yeah. most people yeah. treat it like a one night stand, <laughs> <laughs> or, 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 a, or, a, or a very short fling. Yeah, that might that might be good for five minutes, <laughs> maybe, yeah. maybe a couple of weeks. But yeah, what happens after it? You're just back to where you were. Yeah. <laughs> you know, um, at, at the end of the day, if you search for for the the approach that truly works for you long term, then That's the only one that's going to work and is worth pursuing in my opinion. Yeah, no,
2: 100%. And I think what you said there is is spot on. I don't believe that you should do anything that you don't feel like you could maintain for the rest of your life. Really, unless you're, you know, I'm not talking bodybuilders here. I'm not talking people that are maybe competing or, you know, sports people. I'm talking, you know, general population that want to live a healthy lifestyle, they want to be able to run around with their kids without running out of breath. Take the stairs, not take the not take the lift. You know, all these these just basic things to live a healthy lifestyle long term. These fads and quick fixes don't work. Yeah. Um, and I think another thing would be to work on the fundamentals first. So so work on the kind of fundamental habits. In, in my program, my online coaching, we and with my clients, I work a lot on the four kind of fundamentals or my four kind of fundamentals. Um, which are your sleep, you know, your sleep quality is super important, your calories, taking, or keeping an eye on your calories and getting to know what's in your food and what you're actually eating, your hydration, um, so how much water you're drinking and how much fluids you're getting in in the day, and your activity level, so your steps. That's, they're the kind of four fund. before I put anyone on a training plan or before I put anyone on any kind of like fitness re- regime, them four fundamentals will be okay. focused on. Like and right? that's the that's that's so that the result could be maintained long term because if you if you go straight into trying to lose body fat and uh, yes you might lose body fat, but if you forget about your sleep, you know there's no point losing body fat if you're not sleeping at night, if you have a bad relationship with food, if you're not moving, so you're not getting any fitter. Yes you might look better on the outside, but you're not living a healthier lifestyle. Yeah. And that's that's the most important thing here. So even if it takes a little bit longer, it's worth it in the long run. What is six to 12 months in the, in the grand scheme of things? same Exactly. It's a drop in the ocean. It's a drop in the ocean. So it's so, it's so important. Uh, and you just got to think that you have to want like, to wanna commit and just be like, this isn't going to happen overnight. Commit to the process. And your future self will thank you for it. In six to 12 months' time, you'll look back and you'll go, why did I not do this sooner? which is what all my clients say to me eventually, you know, whenever they actually see the results that they got and the lifestyle that they're living, you know? Um, And yeah, I think, I think the third one, kind of third, fourth one set goals, kind of have a rough idea of what you want to achieve. Um, It doesn't even have to be solid goals, but just every month have things that you want to work towards how it can be. It can be very little or it can be very big. I would always set small realistic goals and then have a bigger vision you know, in six to 12 months time, is there a certain dress you want to fit into? Is there a certain, like, do you want to run a marathon? A lot of my clients end up wanting to run and they've never run in their life. They just, they just develop that. And then they just want to, you know, maybe do a, do a big event in the future, you know? So goals are super important, but just always be constantly working towards
0: something and and really understand why you want to do these things. Love it. Love it, mate. Fantastic. Um, moving into to my next question, something we, we kind of touched on just to, you know, I'm a minute or two ago, but um, the Sunday strolls, fantastic. Love them. <laughs> um, how important are getting your steps in for, for you and for overall fat loss?
2: Yeah, I, I rave about steps all the time. People are probably bored to the teeth to hear me talk about steps, but t- to me, steps are like the baseline you know if i that's why you know in my morning routine i'm a i'm i'm a big believer in having a morning routine and starting the day right so that you run the day and the day doesn't kind of just pass you by so in my morning routine i get up and i will walk for an hour and a half like i'm not saying you have to walk for an hour and a half even like 30 minutes obviously my work allows me to go for a long walk in the morning but if you work a 9 to 5 you know just get up get moving it can be anything from 10 minutes on a treadmill or just a, just 10 minutes outside, even being out in the fresh air yeah. is going to be super, super beneficial. But for me, like steps are the baseline, if I get them 10K steps done in the morning, I know that, say, if, if, if my work takes over or I'm super busy, if I don't get anything else done, I know I'm maintaining a good level of fitness. You know, obviously, I want to train on top of that. I'll try and do four or five sessions a week. But if something like that is what I'll get minimum you know, 10K steps minimum. And I don't miss that. If it's raining, if it's snowing, I bought myself waterproof trainers because I hate wet socks. That was for a long time. But I just get it done. And it makes me feel so much better. And it kind of just sets me up for the day. Um, It makes me feel a lot fresher. You know that kind of, sometimes you wake up like brain fog, they call it like feeling groggy. So I'll I'll down a pint of water, down a pint of water, brush my teeth, put my AirPods in, listen to a podcast, and I'll just walk for an hour and a half. Have you ever have you ever tried contrast showers, Hot and cold? Yes. I have. I have. Um, <laughs> I actually have a mate who's big into cold showers. I, I used to, I'd done it when I was rowing a lot. I used to do like the, we used to have wheelie bins out yeah. in the, outside. We, we didn't have the budget for a cryo spas unfortunately. Um, <laughs> but we used to have wheelie bins filled with ice and water. Yeah. And uh, that wasn't so much contrast; it was more just cold, like cold water therapy. But very, very big believer in that.
0: I yeah. go the to con... go ahead. So go. The contrast showers is something I do every morning, and it's the 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 brain fog that you mentioned. Like, if you want a clear head in the morning, yeah, just sixty seconds hot, thirty seconds cold, sixty seconds hot, thirty seconds cold. It takes three minutes, sets me on fire in the morning. <laughs> like I am, I'll def- I'll definitely I give it a go. Good to go after that.
2: <laughs> I'll definitely give it a go because 100%. sometimes, like, I I find that if I see if I miss my pint of water as soon as I wake up, it automatically affect, like, it affects me later on in the day because I just feel dehydrated. Um, yeah. but I'll definitely try that. I'm a big fan of, I use heat and I use cold a lot. Like I go to infrared sauna. I try and go once a week. Um, yeah. I do. I, I do ice baths sometimes. The cryo spa near me is closed at the minute, but I used to go there yeah. quite regularly. Whenever I, whenever I gave up, or now that I'm not rowing anymore, you know I don't put as much emphasis on that because my training's not as
0: intense. But yeah. I'm definitely gonna. I'll let you know how the, the contrast showers go. I'll Honestly, see, in the morning, see if you're struggling with like brain fog. I, I I've done them religiously for a long time now. I couldn't mm-hmm. go without them. In the like the difference doesn't matter how groggy you feel going in. You're 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 setting fire coming out, you know. Um, moving on to my mm-hmm. next question for you for you. Um, so so tell me, um, what have you taken most from the last twelve months? To one big lesson. Mm. Yeah, I guess for I me, think I, think, I think I suppose we touched on it about the, the the mindset aspect, which which I think was good. So so if, if that's what it is, you know, perfect. But what would you say is one standout lesson from the last twelve months? yeah I, I guess uh one phrase that I like to use a lot,
2: and um my again people that follow me are probably sick of me using this, but um control the controllable yeah. this year has really it's re- like it's really taught me that there's a lot of things that are out of our control and that we have no we can't influence you know basic things like the weather and and things like what politicians do and and all the rest all the rest of these things for some reason, 90% of the world like to complain about these things, but know that they have no impact on them at all. Like we can't change that. And if you, I like, I'm very big on protecting my energy and I'm, I'm very positive, probably sickeningly sickeningly positive sometimes. Um, But I feel like if you waste your energy on things that you're not going to be able to change anyway, that is a waste of time in my head. And I think this last, but it's so easy, don't get me wrong, Like I know it's easy to, I find myself doing it sometimes where I'm like, when I, when I get chatting to my dad or family, it's it's like a Northern Irish thing, we complain about the weather all the time. Ah, oh, stinking day again, ah, oh, whatever. But you know, it's, a, it's pointless, it's pointless. All yeah. focus on what you can control, you know, your attitude towards things, your kindness, how you treat other people, you know, your, your work ethic, like getting stuff done, they're all things that you can control and you can change. So I think that's the big lesson from the last, like, this last year has been weird. It came out of nowhere. No one was expecting it. A lot of people went through a lot of tough times. Um, But I think if you focus on what you can control and you actually take a step back and go, right, okay, that's out of my control. You can appreciate that it's not good or you can appreciate that it's a bad situation. But just it's a mindset thing again, I guess. Just think in your head, you know, this is totally out of my, I can't do anything about this. Let me focus on what I can do, what I can influence, and that will help you grow. That that's in any area, you know, health, fitness, business, life, whatever. So I think that's that's probably the biggest one.
0: Bang on, mate. I love it. I love it. I've been again. I've been reiterating the exact same stuff. <laughs> We're we'll singing we'll from the same hymn sheet as I said, mate. Yeah. Um, but what do you think? Oh, sorry. One more before we move on to that. So, what are you most excited for in 2020 winter? um i'd say i'd say just obviously the obvious one like
2: getting a holiday put that aside (laughs) i'm looking forward to that but i think um like from online coaching i've I've realized that the impact that i can have on people's lives and the amount of people like it's limitless who like who i can help location is no longer an issue so i think from working with with people this year through lockdowns no equipment you know under a lot of different stresses and still seeing like people getting amazing results changing their yeah. life dropping 3 4 stone i'm just excited to continue that i'm excited for more growth and i'm excited for helping the most amount of people i've ever helped in a year you know and that's that's what i'll always strive for i always try and add value where i can whether you're a client of mine or not it's always my aim every day to add value and whether that's a tiktok an Instagram story, a DM, someone messaging me, you know, asking for advice. I, I always try and be there to, to help people. So I think that's the main one. I'm just looking forward to more growth and, and it's, I'm in kind of an exciting place at the minute within my business. And it's just, if I help more people, my business will grow. And that's my focus. Yeah. Always trying to impact more people's lives and, and help them live yeah. a healthier, happier lifestyle, you know.
0: Love it, man. Love it, Tim. Fantastic. What do you think... The last couple of questions here just before we kinda of wrap things up, but what do you think makes in terms of your clients, what do you think makes some clients successful and some not? Um I,
2: I would say I would say this is something that I talk to my clients a, a lot about. And I would say it's having like a, a, a deeper reasoning, like I guess a deeper why and, and why you actually want to to change your life. Because people will come to me and they'll say, you know, I want to lose a stone. I want to lose six pound. Um, I, I want to get fitter. I want to get healthier. I want to drop a dress size. But I always try and dig a little bit deeper and actually figure out, you know, why, why do you want to lose the weight? Why do you want to drop a dress size? And there's always underlying things there, whether it's a confidence issue, whether it's that they don't feel fulfilled. Like they feel like they're worth a lot more they feel like they've got a lot more potential. Um, and that's why I call my program, like my program's called the True Potential Program because yes, it's health and fitness, but it's a lot about le- like improving your lifestyle and actually being happy and fulfilled every single day. Um, and being fit and healthy is a, is a big, big part of that puzzle. It's a big part of that puzzle. Um, so yeah, I think that that's probably my key one. Um, people that don't really have, don't really understand why they're doing it or they just want to lose weight it's very surface level it's it's very very surface level and whenever you come into tough times which undoubtedly are going to come you know there's always ups and downs you'll always be hit with hurdles and barriers but if you have a deeper why and if you have like a really deep understanding of like the pain that the place that you're in right now is causing you that That's the key, you know. You gotta really unlock that, and you gotta really focus on that. And if you if you really figure out like what your really really deep why is, I think it's is it Simon Sinek. I think he's he he's wrote a book about this. You know, find out your why, and that's that's probably the key
0: one. Start with why.
2: That's the one. That's the one. Um, But yeah, I think I think that's the key. Understand why you want to do it, and really figuring out why why the, the like the reasons behind it, and that'll help
0: that'll really give you substance for, for going ahead and sticking to it. Hang on, Tim. Love it, mate. Um, final question for us, Tim. Three quick tips for anyone to stay consistent with their fitness and fat loss. We all, we, we discussed obviously there, making it sustainable, being able to maintain it for a long time. Give us three yeah. tips that you would recommend to someone who's trying to find that approach that they can be consistent with. Um,
2: I think, again, I touched on this a little bit before, but small changes consistently are yep. going to be your best friend. Don't try and – I see it all the time, you know, people saying – and I, Lent is a, really, is a really bad time for this. Um, you know, I'm going to cut out chocolate, McDonald's, Domino's. Every <laughs> single thing that is enjoyable on this earth, they're going to cut out. That's you're, you're, you're most likely not going to do it, and it's not going to actually make you – feel any better really yes you know we want to eat eighty 80 whole foods and a healthy diet and all the rest but just make small changes so like in the first week just try and you know maybe track your calories get to know what you're eating figure out your your deficit and just and just you can do that in the first week then you know make sure that your sleep's improving try and get a consistent bedtime and a wake-up time and then over time just slowly start to to add little things in um, o- over the program, and that's that's the key because if you go into it with the idea of um, right, I'm gonna cut out bread. Bread gets bread gets demonized really badly in, yeah. in the industry. <laughs> I love I love bread, but um, no, but I'm yeah, you just
0: to after this. <laughs> uh,
2: exactly, exactly. Um, but uh, yeah, you just gotta you just gotta make small changes, and that's what's going to be consistent. And it's it's the compound effect, like I spoke about before. The compound effect is powerful, but unfortunately people want things tomorrow, not in six months. So naturally your brain will tell you that you want things immediately, but honestly stick it out, change things, change things like bit by bit over the weeks. And eventually you'll start to create habits and you can start to like really build a bit of momentum. And then you'll start seeing some results and then them results, use them results to push you on and push you on. And you know, six, 12 months down the line, you'll be in a much better place than you are now. Um, and that's, that's just the key um, I guess another one would be I, I, I spoke about it before but know why you want to lose the, the body fat like figure out a why figure out you know why you actually want to change and always come back to that anytime you're struggling always come back to that and think okay there's, there's a reason for this and use that as a motivator use that as a way to, to become disciplined and think right okay I'm doing this for a bigger reason than just you know losing a bit of weight yeah. um, and number three Get to know your calories. You know, it's as simple as the the way to lose body fat is very simple. It's it's just not very easy. You know, it, it's the the method behind it is very simple. So just get to know your calories. Get to know. I always recommend my clients. Like I don't want my clients tracking for the rest of their life because it can get very tedious. But I always recommend that they track for two or three weeks at the start, just to because if you know what's going in and you know what calories are in foods. Yeah. you will become a lot more educated and you'll become a lot more aware of how you can manage your diet. And if you don't have any awareness, like some people out here say, oh, you shouldn't track calories. And I get it in certain certain circumstances, but if you don't track calories, like if you never check your bank, how do you know what's going in and out? How do you know what's being yeah. spent? How do you know what's coming in? You need to have an awareness over your energy balance, you know, your calories in, your calories out, and how much you're moving. And, and if you get, if you kind of like educate yourself on that aspect and, and get to know what's in the certain foods that you eat and you've got a bit of consistency with your diet, you'll get results. It's simple yeah. as. And if you're not getting results, there's something not adding up. Um, and and yeah. that just needs to be figured out.
0: But, yeah, they, they would be kind of my, my, three, my three top tips. 100%, think. mate. And I think yeah, one of the, the number, the first one as well, that, that really does hit home for me, you know. Again, most people – People listening or watching to this are likely going to be 25 to, to 45. That's, that, that's probably where certainly the majority of my audience is. Not sure about yourself, yeah. but, but that's kind of where the majority of my audience will be. Let's say you, I mean, how many, everyone listening who has struggled has probably done so for more than a year. You know, people who have been trying on and off for three years, five years, 10 years, 20 years, for God's sake. Yeah. Imagine investing the next year. Just saying, listen, I'm going to take it slow. I'm going to... Over the next year, I'm going to slowly tweak my habits, dip, by by In a year's time, okay, you you may not be at that very end goal that you want to be at, but you could potentially be at a very healthy weight with a solid set of habits and routines that are going to last you 30, 40, 50, mm-hmm. 60 years, you know. So I think people's time horizons as well need to be seriously expanded and looked at, you know, yeah. I think that's 100% correct in terms of people wanting to talk tomorrow. And you should be looking certainly further. Out. Yeah. Cause you, you have to like, what is a year in a long life?
2: You know, fingers crossed we get 70 of the years, so whatever we're, yeah. whatever we're blessed with, you know, that that's nothing. Unfortunately, you know, people want things tomorrow and don't mm. like I'm no different. Like I, I, I want to see results quickly, but You have to understand the power of of discipline and doing things on a consistent basis and just just grinding away and and doing it and doing it and doing it week after week. And then you'll start to notice results. And then that will kind of light a fire in you to be like, right, okay, I'm starting to see changes here. And I think sometimes if people don't have a coach or they try and go it alone, I think sometimes when they don't see the results in two or three weeks, they don't have that accountability or someone to tell them, you know, Look, yeah. stick with it, you know, keep going because honestly and then when they then when they start to see it, they have the coach to be like, right, okay, I know what I'm doing is right but I think sometimes people second guess in their head, they're like, I, am I is, is what I'm doing right? Should I be eating bread? Should I not be eating bread? So I think that's where a coach kind of streamlines the whole process and, and makes you, gives you the education to kind of maintain it and know that what you're doing
0: is right. Well, a good coach that is, uh, you know, there's a lot of bad
1: coaches about it as well, of course,
0: <laughs> they, but a good coach yeah, sounds good, Tim. I love it, mate. Um, Tim, for anyone who is is listening to the podcast back, where can they find you? Um, give your Instagram things like that. Share it as well. Again, if anything else you want to share it, by all means, go for it. Um, and I will link everything of Tim's in the description as well. Nice one, so mate. No, yeah,
2: Instagram is, is, is the best place to get me, Tim Gallagher 95 um, And my business page is Honest Online Coaching. I do have a, have a podcast as well, Morning Coffee with Tim. That's on uh apple spotify all the kind that we just chat about it's really a podcast designed to listen to while you get your steps in again i have an obsession with steps so grab a coffee go for a walk whack it in hear me slavering for 20 minutes um great listen. and i also have another podcast that's not fitness related dirt civil with my comedian mate um give that a listen as well let us know what you think
0: sounds good tim send us across the links and i'll put them in the description mate and we'll get that sorted well do, mate. Here, really appreciate you having me on. I really enjoyed it. My pleasure, Tim. Thank you very much. Everyone else, hope you, for anyone back who, who's listening back, hope you've enjoyed this. If you did, please leave it a review. That would really mean the world. And if you, if you took some value from it, share it on with a friend. See you on the next one.
1: You've been listening to Fitness for Nine to Fivers with Andrew Marsham. You're a grown ass human being. You have a job, maybe two. Kids, errands, bills, a wife, friends. And while the excuse list gets bigger, so does your waist. That's where Andrew comes in. Until next time, find Andrew on Facebook at andrew.marsham.737 and on Instagram at fitness. To reach out to Andrew, send an email at amfit1993 at gmail.com.